Hey everybody and welcome to the Renew Your Mind podcast. This is the official launch, the first episode. I'm your host, Kieran Lenahan, and it is so good to be here. I'm so glad that you're here joining me today. I have been chomping at the bit to launch this first episode and to get things kicked off. It feels a bit like Christmas morning back when I was a kid. We are starting off with a four-part series on the foundations of renewing your mind, the foundations of mindset. And this is going to lay much of the groundwork for everything that we'll discuss over the next months and years. So you're definitely going to want to tune into these first four episodes because in future episodes, we're going to make references back to these early concepts and build off of them. Without further ado, let's go right ahead and jump into episode one of the Renew Your Mind podcast for faith-driven entrepreneurs. All right, in this series, we are going to dive into mindset and what it means to renew your mind. Now, I love this topic. There's a lot of alignment between the wisdom of the Bible and modern science. Thinking differently is the common denominator of the most influential people in human history. And your mind, your thoughts, they impact every area of your life. But specifically for our purposes, we're going to focus on how renewing your mind can be applied to your business. So from today's episode, you will walk away with a very clear, simple understanding of what mindset is, why it's important, and then I want to give you some specific examples of how it applies to your business and how renewing your mind can help you be a better entrepreneur. So let's not waste any more time. Let's dig into mindset. Mindset has become a huge buzzword, and it's really important that we are all working off of the same definition when I say the word mindset. So what is it? Oxford defines mindset as the established set of attitudes held by someone. In normal people terms, mindset is just the thoughts that you think over and over. A couple of other ways to describe it. You can think about it as the way you think, your thought patterns. Typically, we think of habits like waking up early or taking cold showers as external behaviors that you can watch and observe somebody do, but a mindset is a thought level habit. You could describe it as your typical perspective or way of thinking. It's related to self-talk, how you talk to yourself inside of your own head will reveal some aspects of your mindset. Stephen Cubby of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People calls it a paradigm, a way of seeing, thinking, or understanding the world. So here are some important attributes of mindset. Mindsets are not static. They're not fixed or determined at birth. They are learned, they're fluid, and they can and they do change. That said, they aren't just something that you can change willy-nilly. They have been reinforced many, many times, and so it takes awareness, intention, and effort to shift them. Just like with habits, the more often you do something, the more natural it becomes, the faster you can do it. Just like the more you shoot a basketball, the more effortless it becomes. The more often you have a certain thought, the more natural it becomes and the faster your brain can think it. So the more often you think, I'm bad at marketing or I'm bothering people when I post on social media, the more effortless it becomes to think that and the more it becomes a part of your default setting and eventually your identity. The longer you think something, the more glued it becomes to who you are and eventually it starts to become undetected, something operating in the background of your mind that you don't even realize is there. 
Last point on this, it's influenced by our families of origin, how we grew up, our school systems, our friends, the surrounding culture that we live in. So there's uh, some background. There's our answer to the question of what is mindset. Now let's ask the question, why is it important? Why should you even care? I'll talk through three reasons relatively quickly uh, and, and kind of build my case as to why this is so important. First, the Bible has a lot to say about your mind and your thoughts. So here are some references you will likely be familiar with. I'm going to pull out excerpts from these different verses to make the point. So obviously, the first one I'm going to mention is one where the name of this podcast comes from. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. In Philippians, we have, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Ephesians, be made new in the attitude of your minds. In Corinthians, we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. In Haggai, God repeats over and over, give careful thought to your ways. Colossians, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And then the time that I think most explicitly Jesus mentions kind of the mind or thoughts, he's rebuking Peter who actually just rebuked him. So Peter pulls Jesus aside to rebuke him and Jesus rebukes him right back in Mark chapter 8 verse 33. And it says, but when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. And so notice Jesus doesn't rebuke him saying, don't rebuke me. Do you know who I am? Instead, he rebukes him because of what was in his mind, the concerns of humans, not the concerns of God. And so all of that to say, the Bible has a lot to say about our mindset, about our thoughts, about what we give our attention to. So second point, why else is this important? It affects everything that you do. Your mindset, your thoughts, and your thought patterns affect everything you do. It directly affects the bottom line of your business. It affects how you approach your relationship with God. It affects how you spend your time. As we will talk about it, it literally affects every single behavior you've ever engaged in or action that you've taken. If you think about it for a second, any building, any products, any law, any object ever created, like the thing, the device that you're using, or even the service that you're using to listen to this podcast, anything that was created first started out as a thought in somebody's head before it existed in reality. You're talking to a potential client, your mindset is there, you're writing your marketing copy, emails, social media posts, it's there. You're giving a presentation or running a workshop, your mindset is there. You bring it wherever you go, and it's not something you can take off at the end of the day like a jacket and hang in the closet. It goes where you go. It affects everything. Last point, and then we'll move on. Because it affects everything that you do, this is the one place where if you make changes here, it flows into every area of your business, and to be honest, every area of your life. Imagine if your house had a bad foundation, causing floors to not be level or walls to crack. You have two options. You can try fixing a bunch of things above the foundation to compensate for it. You could fill in the cracks in the walls. You could try to level out the floors, aka treat the surface level symptoms that you see but not address the, the real issue. Or you can make changes at 
the foundational level, which is like getting down to the actual root cause underneath the symptoms and the surface level issues that you see. In the same way, you can build a business using all of the best practices and strategies of the gurus and follow all the formulas, but if you build it on a faulty foundation or a mindset that can't support those strategies, the house, aka your business, is not just going to have issues in the short term. It may have long-term issues and eventually crumble and fall. And so you want to get down to the foundation of the house, the foundation of your business, which especially for service-based businesses where you are you are building a business around yourself and your skill set it is incredibly important to get down to the foundation and to make it really really strong so why is mindset important god says it's important it affects everything that we do and it's the one place that if you focus on getting really good at renewing your mind and making changes to your mindset it will improve your business in every other area so I'm not exaggerating when I say it's that important. I obviously created this whole podcast. It's called Renew Your Mind. It's built on this foundation. And I think this is why the coaching industry, to be honest, has been, has been blowing up. And it's why my life personally has been transformed by this work and my clients as well. This is really powerful stuff, especially when it's built on top of the gospel as the true foundation. So I want to share a really personal example from my life of how deep this can run and how mindset can impact you in a business setting. Then I'm gonna teach you a really practical way to think through this and we'll wrap up with a, a practical prompt. So here's a really the story of how renewing my mind has impacted where I am and who I am today. So from childhood, we'll kind of go back to the beginning, until now I've I've really always been a shy person. I've always been one to listen and watch people seeking to understand why it is that they do what they do. And at first, my shyness was just a personality trait. But after an experience that I had in elementary school, shyness became something much deeper, something at the identity level. And I distinctly remember raising my hand in class, uh, third or fourth grade, to answer a teacher's question one day. And I got called on and I gave the wrong answer. And I felt stupid, humiliated, embarrassed. I felt like everybody was looking at me like I was a complete idiot. And what I learned that day was that leaving the safety of my shell, of, of my being shy, was not worth the risk. The negative emotions, the embarrassment, I can even feel it as I'm telling this story. I can feel the emotions like in my body. The emotions that I felt that day were so strong that I carried that with me for more than a decade without even knowing it. My sense of self at that point was likely tied to you know my level of intelligence and being smart. So in my head, anything that could threaten that identity had to be avoided at all costs. And so from then on, I stopped raising my hand in class unless I was 200% sure that I had the correct answer. Like in college, freshman year, I took... Uh, or sophomore year, I took psychology 101 and I was a psychology major. I tested well, but my grade was bumped down to a B because I didn't participate in class. Move on to corporate. I did not speak up in meetings unless I was 200% confident that what I was saying was sound. If I disagreed with something that was happening, a business practice 
or something, some way that somebody was being treated, I didn't speak up because I wanted others approval. I wanted them to like me. And in order for them to like me, I needed to sound smart or at least to not sound stupid. I didn't give presentations without essentially reading from the notes that I scripted prior. I stretched the the truth. I told stories with data that fit a very safe narrative. And I told people what they wanted to hear to protect myself all in the name of not sounding stupid. And deep down, there was a voice in my head that, that was saying that I was stupid and I did not want to prove it right. It would say, as I came to later realize, it was telling me things like stay small, don't take risks, it's not worth it, play it safe. Your worth is based on what others think of you, your intelligence, your achievements, your popularity. And it wasn't until I went through my training as a coach that I even realized that all of this was there, that this was my mindset, that these were the thoughts that I was operating from in a corporate setting that were leading me to be quiet, to shrink back, to not voice my ideas or my opinions, and to not show up fully. And in the process of being trained and then eventually leaving my job and starting my business full-time, working with a coach and developing some simple practices God started to renew my mind and he showed me how to renew my mind. And he showed me that my mindset had been based on a whole bunch of lies about who I am, what I'm capable of, who he is. And he started showing me the truth about who he is and who he made me to be. So what was the impact of me renewing my mind? Like what was the tangible real world result of me doing that. Once I was able to become aware that this was happening and then make changes and renew my mind, change the way that I was thinking, what were those results? And as I share this, please hear my heart here. This is not to brag and to say, look at me and how awesome I am and all the things that I've done. I share this because this is an example of just one example of what's possible when you renew your mind and apply the things that we're going to talk about each week on the podcast. I went from somebody who was afraid to ask a question in a meeting because I was afraid of slipping up over my words and not being understood when I asked a question, like to the point where my hands would shake and my armpits would be sweating. I went from that to someone who gets invited to speak for 90 minutes straight on one topic and I love it. I was believing the lie that I hate speaking in front of other people and that I'm a bad communicator And God showed me that I'm actually really good at making complex ideas simple. I went from someone who thought I needed to be doing a good job following God's rules to be able to spend time with him. I was believing the lie that my moral performance earned God's love. God showed me that he wants me close even when I'm falling short so that he can refine me. I went from someone who thought that I would have to grind and hustle and work more hours than I did in corporate and sacrifice time with my family to build a successful business to someone who built a six-figure business never, not once working more than 35 hours in a week. I was believing the cultural lie that there is virtue and honor in working crazy long hours and sacrificing to the grind. God showed me that simple is better and that family is my first ministry. I went from someone who thought my wife would never be able to stop working and come home to someone who got to tell my wife 
that she could stay home and take care of our two kids and that she did not have to work anymore. I was believing the lie that I didn't have what it took to build the business. God showed me he's given me everything that I need. I went from someone who didn't think anybody could afford or would pay for the services that I offered, especially people in the church, to someone who has shown up in such a way that people have literally gotten side gigs to come up with the money to work with me. I was believing the lie that nobody knew what coaching was, that nobody wanted it. God showed me that people were looking for people to help them grow their business. I went from someone who questioned if I could really help people to someone who has helped clients double their existing businesses or go from dreading their business to loving it. I was believing the lie that I wasn't good enough, that I didn't have the skills. God showed me that his grace is sufficient and that I'm capable of way more than I thought. I could go on and on of the transformation of this isn't just accomplishments. This is a change in my identity, a change in who I am, all built on the foundational identity that I get from being a child of God. And so I get really fired up about this if you couldn't tell, but this is what's possible when you renew your mind and you invite God into this process. It is incredible. Everything that I talked about, those transformations happened over the course of, of months, maybe if you stretch it out over the longest time horizon, over a year and a half. And this is not an overnight thing. This is not a get rich quick, a flip the switch and it's magic, uh, a potion, a genie in a bottle. This is daily work. And this is the type of thing that nobody's really going to be talking about on other podcasts or, or on blogs or anything like that, because this is the stuff that's not sexy. But the process of renewing your mind daily is the process that created the transformations that I just talked about for myself and, and for my clients. And so with that end rant, or I'll end that part of the rant and I'll move on to the next part. Growing your business, spending more time with family and growing closer to God can be simple. I'm not saying it's easy, but it can be simple. It's the process of replacing lies with truth. God is in the process of constantly renewing and redeeming my mind, and he's invited me to help others do the same. Hence, this podcast, hence the business that I run. So, end rant, end story. Uh, I want to wrap up with a very practical framework, and I want to give you a a couple of examples um, of this framework in practice. And then we'll wrap up this first episode with just a short prompt for you to go and actually do. So this framework is called The Model. It was created by the founder of a coaching school. Uh, I did not come up with it. It is rooted in cognitive behavioral therapy. It's extremely useful. It's a tool that I use with my clients and I use it with myself constantly. And this is how it goes. It's called The Model, again, and it has five kind of stages in order. So there's a circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result. And so I'm going to walk through each of these and then we'll go through an example. So circumstance. Circumstances are always neutral. They are just facts with no positive or negative value inherently ascribed to them. Then there's a thought. You interpret the circumstance through your lens, through your perspective, influenced by your past experiences and your default thought patterns. After there's a thought, the thought creates a feeling. 
your thought about a circumstance will create a feeling. So how you interpret whatever circumstance you experience creates a feeling in your body. From that thought and from that feeling, that's where your actions come from. And lastly, the actions that you take create your results. And so the takeaway, and we're going to come back to this a number of times, but the takeaway is that your thoughts actually create your results, not your circumstances. A circumstance in and of itself can't make you feel a certain way. It's not until you have a thought about it that creates a feeling or an action that you actually end up with whatever result you have. And so that's a little bit theoretical. Let's walk through a very specific example that I have seen play out since, you know, beginning of 2020 when COVID hit. So I'm going to contrast two people. We have Jake and we have Molly. Both of them wanted to start their businesses before the pandemic hit. Then COVID comes. So we're going to walk through Jake's model and then we're going to walk through Molly's. So Jake wants to start his business. He's working in his nine to five job. COVID hits and the thought that Jake has, so the circumstance is COVID. The thought that Jake has is this is the worst time to start a business. And so because that's the thought that he is operating from, that's how he's interpreting COVID happening. He feels really demotivated. And so what he ends up doing, the action he takes is that he stays in his nine to five job. And the result that he has is that he does not have a business. He does not have that business that he wanted to start. And now let's take Molly, another person, same exact circumstance, working in a nine to five, same nine to five, wants to start a business, COVID hits. And she has the thought, this is the perfect time to start a business. And because she thinks it's the perfect time to start a business, she feels excited and motivated. And so the action she takes is that she markets herself, gains clients. And the result that she has is that she ends up replacing her previous full-time income. And now she has a business that she loves. So where Jake looked through the lens of this is the worst time to start a business, and sure, you could find plenty of reasons to believe that. You could find plenty of evidence to support that. Confirmation bias will do its thing. Molly chose to look through the lens of why it's the best possible time to start the business. So she was thinking things like more people are online and home and available, thinking about changes that they want to make in their life. People's living expenses have decreased because everybody moved out of big cities but kept the same jobs and income levels. People are realizing that life is short and fragile and now's the best time to take action and make changes, right? So she was finding all these reasons why starting a business right now is actually the perfect time. And so do you see how just one thought or mindset leads to a different result? Even though they had experiencing, they had been experiencing the exact same circumstance, right? But a different thought, Jake's thought, led to a totally different set of results. And again, so it's not the circumstance that determines the results you have in your life. It's how you react. It's how you interpret it, the thoughts that you have, the feelings, and then the actions that you take that create the results. And so in this episode, I wanted to give you an understanding of mindset and a framework to be able to work with And so in the coming weeks, we're going to practically apply this framework, the model, and these ideas to your business. So we're going to be talking about goal setting, but from a totally different perspective. This is way beyond, or I would argue way better than smart goals, way more nuanced, something that you likely haven't heard before. We're going to talk about how mindset affects selling and marketing your business. And then we're going to talk about how your mindset affects 
your thoughts about investing in yourself and investing in your business, whether it's software or coaching or certifications, anything that you might do to invest in your business, we're going to talk about the mindset of investing in your business. So next episode, we're going to get into goal setting and more importantly, goal achieving. So to tee up that episode, let me leave you with a question or a prompt to become more aware of your mindset around this. So here it is. And if you want, pause it, grab a piece of paper and a pen or jot down a note in your phone. What is your revenue goal for next month? And so if you're listening to this around the time of release, what is your revenue goal for November 2021? Very specific to the dollar, write it down. Now, if you're trying to grow your business, this goal should be a stretch goal. Now, from a scale of one to 10, what is your level of confidence that you will reach your goal for November? Now, if it's a 10, you're either lying or it's not a stretch goal. Um, so not super helpful in either, uh, either one. But if you're setting a stretch goal and you're being truly honest with yourself, you're going to be somewhere between a one and a nine. Write that number down. And then the last thing, ask yourself, what is the number one reason that your brain gave you or the number one thought or the loudest thought that came up as to why you can't be a 10 out of 10 confident. Write that down, hold on to it, and we're gonna talk about that next time. So you should have three things written down on a piece of paper or jotted down in your notes. What's your goal for next month revenue-wise? How confident are you, scale of one to 10? One, not confident at all. 10, it's in the bag. And then what is the number one reason that your brain gave you the number one thought that was the reason that you could not put a 10 out of 10 confident. Have your answers to those questions when you join next time. This is the moment of truth. This is where you get to decide, are you going to listen to the podcast passively or are you going to engage, take action and actually apply what it is that you're learning? Thank you so much for joining me today on the Renew Your Mind podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button below. We are just getting started. You will not want to miss parts two through four of this series and everything that I have planned after that. Go ahead and share this episode with a friend who you think would benefit from listening. And if we're not already connected on Instagram, go ahead and do that. My handle is at Kieran Lenahan Coaching. I'll link to that in the show notes. I'm always talking about ways to grow your business, spend more time with family, and grow closer to God and invite him to partner with you in your business. I also share pictures of my kids and my life and things like that. So if you want to connect, go ahead and do that. Much love. I will see you next time.